Hey everyone, this is Maria. And this is Christina. Thank you for joining us for this real life podcast. We are two good friends and next door neighbors with different lifestyles, but the same common goal to live wholesome, nutritious, and adventurous lives. Hello everyone. What's up? It is April. We're into April as April. this podcast is being published. That's insane. Yeah. I'm so excited. You're stressing me out. <laughs> You're stressed. I'm excited. I think it's funny, all these people with the memes that are like, March is the longest month of the year. You know, because everyone's home. They're like, this is day, this is March 54th. <laughs> like, I haven't seen those. Yeah. People are, well, because everyone's home and it seems like it's been forever and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here like, ah! <laughs> yeah. Your life is really busy right now. It's just busy because it's spring, but also because we're just taking on a lot of new things. Mm. But I love it. I have not felt this fulfilled in a long time. That's really cool. It is the season for Sunny Cove to shine. It's it's something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a blessing. Yeah. Can I just say, I'm thankful for all the podcast listeners that have reached out and all the new customers, and you guys are rock stars, and how supportive... The whole world has been, and, like, people have just been affirming us as farmers, and it means so much. Mm. Like, when you take the time to say, like, thank you for growing our food, like, gosh, that just makes our whole week. That's cool. So thanks, everyone. Mm-hmm. That's good. How's your week been? It's been really good. Things are steady for me. I'm meeting with clients online. How is that? Is it a learning curve? It is. I've done it before, but not full-time like this, so I miss meeting with my clients in person but we're making it work yeah like a teacher yeah I know all the teachers online (laughs) yeah it's so cool Mm -hmm. it's nice that we have this like the ability to be online you know what I'm saying like we're so much better off right now because we Uh, can utilize online for sure yeah so today Christina and I want to discuss Easter with you and give you some ideas, inspiration, and even some healthy recipes for your Easter plans. I can't believe it's only two weeks away. I know. <laughs> and I think the the recipe idea we were thinking because so many of us are home. And maybe you normally would go to somebody else's house to cook, but now that chore is falling on you. Mm-hmm. Not that it's a chore, but the privilege yeah of cooking easter dinner the opportunity yeah mm-hmm. or brunch yeah absolutely so my hands look kind of funny yeah what have you been doing <laughs> my hands are like bruised looking but it's purple cabbage stain so it's i just like an hour ago chopped up a cabbage to make some sauerkraut that sounds really yummy yeah fermented deliciousness i'll never forget when we did a consult with kedrick and you and like granted i make sauerkraut and serve it with almost every meal and maria was like kedrick would you like to try some sauerkraut and he is not my pickle eater that is his brother and he was like i don't know and he like tried your sauerkraut and it was purple he was like maria's sauerkraut is the best sauerkraut (laughs) and i was like just because it's purple dang it The color won him over. It did. Like, before he had never even tried it. That's awesome. So now if I make purple sauerkraut, he's like, did Maria make this? Aw. 
I am honored. I'm tempted to lie and say yes, so he'll be more apt to eat it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So I bring that up. There's one out. Oh, no. It's okay. We are down in the the birds area. I'm going to rescue the bird. You can tell them about okay. making sauerkraut. Yeah. So my first recommendation for your Easter meal is to include some yummy ferments. If you're not used to making lacto-fermented veggies, it's really easy. So I'm making sauerkraut, which is one of the more traditional veggies that we think of fermenting. But you can ferment carrots, pickles, radishes, so many things. Christina has a quail. <laughs> so funny. So you chop up your veggies and then you add them to a quart jar and you're gonna add usually one teaspoon of salt or one tablespoon I'm sorry one tablespoon of salt and then water to the brim and that's your the water and the salt is your brine so with sauerkraut um, whenever I chop up the veggies I add the salt to the cabbage first and then I beat it into the cabbage and that releases the water from the cabbage and it's called it's like making the cabbage sweat it breaks the cells it actually busts the cells mm -hmm. up and that helps them to ferment yeah yes. for sure so <clears throat> there's so many recipes I have a very yummy lacto fermented pickle recipe that's <laughs> on my website that I will share what are your favorite seasonings to add our friend Hannah taught me to think outside of the box last year. So before I had only done like your typical pepper, clove, salt, you know, mm -hmm. the things we think about. And Hannah was like, I tried a ferment of hers. Or I think I didn't even try one. She just told me she was like putting anise seed and like all these different things. That's fennel. Cool. I've done fennel before. It was so good. A caraway. Hmm. So I got crazy. And like those those ones we love so much in the cooler, they're the fermented daikons. They have like cardamom pods and wow. caraway. And that's what makes them like that nice balanced earthy mm -hmm. flavor. That's cool. Yeah, I definitely haven't branched on a ton. I usually do garlic, cloves, salt, and pepper. But you yeah. go through all the work of like doing it, you forget. You know, mm -hmm. to add that variety. Yeah, but it really makes a difference. I, I enjoy the radishes so much more because they have those fun, zesty flavors. Yeah. So maybe this year, personal challenge. There you go. <laughs> to add lots of variety. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So after you have your lovely fermented appetizer, I would also recommend a out-of-the-box deviled egg. Ooh. So I was looking at some different ideas, and like a turmeric deviled egg is amazing so how do you do that you just add turmeric to your mayonnaise so oh yeah so i'm gonna share a our mayonnaise recipe that cool. we made and so you just simply use that add turmeric to it and make your deviled egg like you normally would i was thinking you were saying like pickle bagged no but that's funny like on that same wavelength I like to add pickles to my deviled eggs. Oh. So like a pickle, like a lacto-fermented relish, or like mm. you could even take the radishes I have it, 
pulse them up, mm-hmm. you know, into like a pulp because you want them to be quite fine. Mm. And then mix that in with the egg and the mayonnaise, and it's so good. Mm-hmm. I'm so jealous. This is making me want double eggs, and I can't eat eggs, Maria. I know. <laughs> That's one thing you don't tolerate, right? Right. Yeah. But I do love, like, for appetizers, serving up your ferments, especially when they're all different colors, like the mm-hmm. purple sauerkraut and the green of the pickles and the red of the radishes, and then putting them on with, like, a cheese board. Like, I always pronounce the Beautiful. word wrong, but, like, the charcuterie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They ever, there's, like, it's like kombucha. There's, like, 500 ways to say it. <laughs> but doing your ferments, displaying them with, like, even some cultured dairies and some cultured meats and, mm-hmm. like, oh, my goodness. That's, that's a, a meal idea. in itself. Yeah. That's and the deviled true. eggs would go well with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Really fun. hmm You could do that for Easter. Like, snacky snacky meals are mm-hmm. really sometimes fancy and delicious mm-hmm. and easy. Yeah, and I think the way to go for an Easter meal, a classy Easter meal, is something light with light flavor. So a mint mm. complements a meat really well for Easter. Yeah, yeah, I love that mm-hmm. suggestion. Yeah. Maybe I'll do a leg of lamb with mint jelly. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. <laughs> so I have a really yummy roasted goat goat shoulder recipe it's very simple you marinate it the day before and then stick it in your roaster for four to six hours so I'll post that recipe and that's a really yummy main dish for Easter that sounds delicious Mm -hmm. what spices are in it I used um, a variety of let me just share the recipe with you this was Megan's goat. So Ooh. I did lemon juice and apple cider vinegar to marinate it along with olive oil. And then I did coriander, garlic, salt and pepper, and cayenne pepper. Oh my so gosh. I had a little bit of spice with it. All my faves. Yes. And then I chopped up whole onions. And so this like, is on your blog? Yes. Cool. And, and you have a search button on your blog now. I do. I have been like... With extra time that I've had, I've been revamping my blog. So Oh, I'm so excited. I need to favorite your blog for my kitchen on my tablet. (laughs) And then I can just search. It's called Megan's Goat if I search it. Is that what it's called? Megan's Goat. No. Um, (laughs) It's uh, Roasted Goat Shoulder is the name of this recipe. Roasted Goat Shoulder. That sounds delicious. I feel like you could take this same recipe and use it with a goat shank Mm -hmm. or short ribs, anything like that. Definitely. Or I guess they're called goat chops. Mm -hmm. They would all roast really well. Yeah, so yummy. Yeah. For some sides with the goat, I have a yummy turmeric buckwheat medley. So we're going back to the turmeric. This is a salad with buckwheat groats and onions, cucumbers, and tomatoes. What is a buckwheat groat? So it's the seed of a buckwheat. So like you've got an oat, you've got... A wheat kernel. Yeah, you buckwheat is called a groat instead oh. of an oat. <laughs> you learn new things every day. Yeah. I'm going to do a side conversation for something in your research. I was at a farm down the road the other day, and they gave me a free loaf of bread for this new flour they're doing. They And the flour is um, crushed wheat instead of ground. Okay. And I never heard of it. And when I asked Kelby, he was like, well, all ground wheat is crushed. 
But I, so I guess I'm asking the nutritionist, is this uh, like marketing hype or is this a new thing? Like, is this like steel cut oats? You know what I mean? Like maybe it's, we know the wheat still has to be soaked, but I'm curious, like, if this makes it less ran less likely to go rancid. Mm -hmm. was I've more never of my heard of it. Did it look like regular flour? Um, was it fine? Mm -hmm, it was fine, yeah. very fine. Mm -hmm. And the they actually added flax to the bread. I tried a piece, and I was like, wow. And like, what they were saying is it doesn't affect people that are gluten intolerant. And I did not get, like, the side effects that I normally do. I only ate one piece. Mm -hmm. But, like, normally if I eat gluten that's not properly treated, you know, especially if it's not organic, I immediately will get a headache mm -hmm. and, like, just get, like, brain fog. Hmm. And I didn't, but I don't know if that was just because my body's healing and, like, you know, I have no basis, so it wasn't a controlled experiment. <laughs> <laughs> But I was just curious for, like, looking up in the future. Sure. Crushed. Crushed wheat. I'll send you the link. And well, if anyone knows any info on it. Yeah. That's really interesting. It was double the price of a regular oh. loaf of bread. Yeah. We should look into how they did that. Very interesting. So, I'm, I got desserts on the brain. Are you going to another meal? <laughs> no. I think that's. There's so much more. Um, I have some really yummy salmon stuffed peppers. Oh my gosh. I have, that's really good. I have kale, apple salad. Those would also be really yummy options. I won't go into detail about them, but I'll post them in the podcast. I'm so excited. I'm just going to use your blog for my <laughs> Easter meal. Yeah. I've been in like soup mode. I think like, because bone broth is so healing. Mm -hmm. But a roast a is a good idea. Mm -hmm. Especially if you make the juice into a gravy. Yeah. Good, have you yeah. found a good way to thicken it, like without cornstarch? Arrowroot starch is my go-to thickener. Do you use? Do you take cold fat, like cold drippings, and mix the arrowroot, or do you mix it with warm? I would still heat it up before you add the arrowroot, or after? Before. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'd have to play around with it. I haven't done it for gravy, but I've used it for other thickeners. When I look on the arrowroot package, it says to add it cold. And that's how we make our pudding. If we add it warm, it doesn't mix as well. Mm, it's always mixed fine, but that's really interesting. And it's Let's, thickened, okay. Yeah, okay. Maybe we can look at proportions mm -hmm. and post those too. Sure. I've never been a huge gravy person. So. Oh, man. Really? Yeah, I don't uh, know why. Gravy. I, I mean, like, you know, Christina's about the fat <laughs> over here. The nourishing fat. All the fat. If yeah. you can hear rustling, I'm leather working while <laughs> we're recording. We did a Easter basket sale. I'm going to segue. By the time this airs, I think it'll be over. Oh, no. It'll be one more day. So you can get last minute stuff. Sunnycofarm.com. Um, and, like, click on the tab. Easter basket sale. I basically called up a bunch of my friends. Most of them already had products in our farm store. And was like, hey, nobody is going to be able to shop for their Easter baskets like safely and uh, why don't we just throw together a web page on the site and show people what you have like to offer as an artist and we thought we would get like 20 people you know and it kind of got huge and we are selling out of things really fast but we're offering like the maple candy which is a great alternative to like Easter chocolate we also have like the honey based chocolate from honey pots and um yeah, I'm trying to think. There's a bunch of other goodies. Christy Lee made a ton of gluten-free stuff. 
Her cutout cookies are so good. Mm. I don't know if Maria would approve of them, but <laughs> they're delicious. She definitely has some good keto options that I approve of. Yeah, the keto stuff is really good. I mean, it's not bad. I'm pretty sure there's sugar in the sugar cookies. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but if you wanted a not gluten option and you didn't want to tell Maria you ate one. Yeah, just keep it a secret. <laughs> <laughs> So there's lots of fun stuff. And then I put on these leather pouches that I make. They're called adventure pouches for the boys. And I got a ton of orders for those. So I'm currently cutting out leather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, oh, we were talking about dessert. Yes, I posted a picture on today on that Easter basket site and was like, what are you guys doing special for Easter? And the picture was like a fruit kebab. <laughs> but on the fruit kebab was a peep. <laughs> love the idea of our homemade marshmallows with the fruit mm-hmm. and that, um, that we make with maple so Yum. it's just gelatin and maple like whipped mm-hmm. together and I thought that's kind of fun I was actually thinking I would put cheese on too which mm. it's not for everyone but you know how we like apples and cheese mm-hmm. like we'll do an, a slice of apple slice of cheese oh on the kebab mm-hmm. so maybe delicious. doing like the apples a really nice sharp cheese and then like a homemade marshmallow mm-hmm. Not for everyone's palate, but I know my kids would be all over it. I would enjoy that. Maybe I'll bring you one over. Are you going to be here for Easter? I don't know my plans yet. Really? Yeah. Man, up in the air. Yeah. Another thing that's fun for Easter would be like a homemade ice cream. Mmm, yeah. So there's lots of blender ice creams that you could do, or if you have an ice cream maker, um, it's really simple. Just use some coconut milk or Snyder's Delicious Raw Milk. And mix in some berries. Um, it's really good. Nuts, yeah. Peanut butter. I love the Chunky Monkey from Restart. Mm-hmm. That's my fave. I can't remember the ratios, but it's basically like a banana as your sweetener, and then uh, coconut milk, mm-hmm. and then um, peanut butter and cocoa and cocoa powder. And then I would add a cinnamon sometimes, or sometimes even cayenne. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> and interesting. I, always would add just the teeniest bit but I would also add like a gelatin or a um what's the other one collagen you know I don't know if it thickens it I just whenever I'm pulling out my blender I'm adding collagen Mm -hmm. because we have a resolution to stick with more collagen this year (laughs) (laughs) yeah so Mm -hmm. and then John's making me a black forest cake wow just for giggles cool it's the one that he made for a bunch for lunch mm-hmm. john is my brother-in-law mm-hmm. he's 18 and he is really like maria has so inspired him he wants to go into nutrition but more in the cooking side of it mm-hmm. and so he practiced like crazy and i'll be his guinea pig forever he's an amazing and figure. he does this sugar-free black forest cake, and that is my favorite, and it tastes like the real deal. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, like, how he pulls this stuff off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is our uh, inspiration for you for all of your cooking and baking for Easter. Yeah. And let us know what you guys are doing. Post mm-hmm. pictures. Yeah, we would love to see. Before we get back to this fun conversation on Easter, I wanted to let you know that I am going to be hosting an online restart class 
what better time to restart your health than when you're stuck at home? It'd be really easy to overeat and get into bad habits when your routine is messed up. But this is the time when you can join a team online and me as your instructor to teach you some awesome tools to understand your body better and to renew your energy. So touch base with me if you want to know more at thrivinghealthnewyork.com and I will see you there. So, what will your family be doing as far as activities? Do you do Easter egg hunt? Well, it's really tricky this year. We don't know how much time to spend with the extended family, mm-hmm. you know. And I, we always do an annual Easter egg hunt. So I think we'll just do one around the cabin. I was gonna invite you and Emma, maybe. Mm-hmm. Not, we don't have to on Easter, but like to make it still seem special for the boys. Yeah. Since we're all kind of quarantining together. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the extended family, we all live on the same road. So I think we're going to meet up for a walk after the meal, which I really love anything that involves a walk. Like, that's such a fun tradition. That's wonderful. So you don't know what you're doing with your family yet? No. I'm sure we'll do something. What does your mom usually do? We normally do a fun meal together with the family. She Last year we did a fun Easter egg hunt with clues. So the, cool. the kids had to like answer or figure out the clues, solve the clues, and to find the the eggs. It was really fun. My oldest niece, she's turning seven this year. Oh my word! So she's a bright little girl. Yeah, that's so much fun. Mm-hmm. I love the neighborhood Easter egg hunts that people are doing. Have you seen those? No. So like, if you live down in town where there's a lot more houses and small children. A lot of people are decorating an Easter egg hunt with paper or another material and sticking in your window. Hmm. And then just like, look, there's an Easter egg. There's another one. Huh. As you're walking through the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a more interactive. Yeah, so you don't go take it. Mm-hmm. But you just, yeah. Yeah, you just like observe it, it mm-hmm. which is really good for kids mm-hmm. to be able to practice observation skills and I've been teaching my boys to like look down and around. Like I always find things in the ground because I look down. Hmm. I mostly look down because I fall all the time. <laughs> You're so funny. So it's not like I'm a super cool treasure hunter. It's just like <laughs> trip over myself. You're so funny. But I've been teaching them like if you look down along with looking up when you're walking, sometimes you find treasures other people miss. Hmm. Kedrick's been finding coins in parking lots and That's stuff. That's great. So, hmm. that's cool. Mm-hmm. One time I found 20 bucks when I was like nine months pregnant and it started blowing in the wind. My mother-in-law... <laughs> I can just imagine. My mother-in-law drove me to the grocery store to get groceries because I was like too big to drive. And we got out of the car and I see this $20 bill. The snow had just melted. And then it starts fluttering. So then I start running full bore like nine months pregnant after this $20 bill and I caught it. I was so excited. Wow. You're so Victory. Funny. I'm glad you survived. Victory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't send me into labor. He was still two weeks late. That's awesome. But, oh well. Yeah, it's just weird. It's weird right now because we don't know. Like, maybe the quarantine will be lifted, but probably not. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like it. For Easter. So I just think we got to make the best of it and band together. And this is, it's like the times like this that memories are made. Absolutely. And our kids will remember it. Yeah. 
it's definitely a neat opportunity for us. We get restless, but we can enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And it's different with a lot of people, even if you don't go to church normally, a lot of people will go for Easter, but yeah. a lot of churches aren't meeting together. But our church is live streaming right now, so there's Easter services available like on Facebook. And it's really neat to still connect that way. I'm thankful for it. Yeah, I like just watching all the church services. So, like, mm -hmm. now I'm watching, like, ten different churches. <laughs> like, just for the fun to see, like, yeah. how do they... Especially, I love seeing the different styles of worship mm -hmm. and different cultures. Man, like, there's some really cool rhythms and beats that other churches do. And mm -hmm. I love it. I just love how we all can worship the same God, but differently because we all bring... Uh, our cultures to the table you mm -hmm. know and and it's just like a cool way to to just experience that without going to a church and feeling like an odd duck out sure because you don't clap on rhythm <laughs> <laughs> so that's neat yeah well if you guys have any topic suggestions or things you want us to talk about while you're in quarantine or after let us know We'll probably be getting more into gardening stuff. That's right. And spring. Mm -hmm. And quail and chicks. Bringing you some wedding updates. Soon. Yes. Did Pavel see the quail? Did yeah, he get he them did. yet? He was so excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give him one for his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So we would love to hear what your Easter menu ends up being. And yeah. we'll definitely be sharing some fun posts of how our Easter turns out. And activities that you're doing, feel free to leave us a comment on our, our respective pages. You can find Maria at Thriving Health New York on Facebook and Instagram and thrivinghealthnewyork.com. And you can find me at sunnycovefarm.com. And on Facebook and Instagram, Sunny Cove Farm and the DIY Farmer underscore Farmer's Wife. So, until next time, friends. Yeah. Have a fantastic week. Stay healthy. Enjoy the sun. Enjoy the rain. <laughs> <laughs> and plant some seeds. That's right. Bye. Bye.